It don't matter what I try I just can't win and I don't know why There's a fork in every road I pick the wrong one and then I go American loser, yes I am Disenfranchised from everything well, I fall up and I fall down Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of American Loser. Where else could we be than a shared universe podcast studio in Eatontown, New Jersey? It's Sunday. I think we're all hungover. Is that fair to say? For the most part, except for the adult in the room, our guest this week, my pal Ty Rainey. Hey. What's happening? It is... uh, I was blown away because you guys, you and the Kahuna immediately just started talking at levels of the, the, the tech aspect of podcasting that I do not understand, and I've had a show for two years. Oh, man. <laughs> it was basically at the point where just KP was like, and they're speaking Chinese. And uh, <laughs> he, he just tuned out. He's just like, I'm just tuning out. <laughs> well, I've been outclassed very clearly here, man. So, of course, behind the ones and twos, who other than the best podcast producer in all of Eatontown, New Jersey? Uh, the big kahuna himself. How are you, bud? I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm good. You, you're looking rough, bud. I know. I'm sorry to the audience if I sound like a flat tire today. I'm just like, I, I feel like crap. No. But when KP told me he was doing an episode, of course I got to come in. You soldiered through, man. I appreciate that. So, And I'm excited, too, because uh, we've been meaning to have, because uh, Ty, as, as I said earlier, is one of the first comics, the first Jersey comics I met when I moved back up here after I got out of the Navy. And um, we met at the infamous uh, stand wow. in New York City. Yeah, and you wow. Did, you, I remember seeing you on stage. I was like, all right, this guy's got fucking chops. Wow. And then we became friends afterwards. Well, and thank then, uh, you. I've been meaning to have you on the show. Since then, the stand has uh, uh, closed, reopened, and, uh, you know. Closed again? No, no. They're pretty, I hate to say it, man. man they are so successful, they don't even fuck with me anymore. <laughs> I used to yeah, get some emails. Yeah, it's changed up a lot. Yeah. It's changed up a lot. It's, uh, there's a... There's an insular click to it too now. I think. It is. It's very. You can feel it. It's very clickish feeling. Yeah. In there, and you can get they're that cool, vibe. From there. They're cool, but you also you get that energy from some of the comics too. Yeah. It's uh. It's like, hey, you're not a part of our club. Like you can't be here. Like, like what are you doing here? Are you trying to bump somebody to be here? Yeah. It's a. Uh, oh, oh. You think you think someone's not going to show up, and you get to go up now? Are you are you here to live your Cinderella moment? That's crazy. That's <laughs> you know what's so funny? I didn't know that I was one of the first comics. You said you met. Coming back up from uh, out of the Navy, you said, at the stand? Yeah, after I left um, Florida, well, I think yeah. the, my third day, because I, I knew our boy, our mutual friend, Randy Humphrey. I knew yes. him okay. uh, from Florida. Okay, and right, I right. swear to God, I'm not, I, I saved this for the podcast. When I first met him, he was going by the name Jams Andwich. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and it was... <laughs> wow. <laughs> but he was cool. He, he, <laughs> he told me when we... Because I was cool with him down in Florida. He was all nervous uh, going up at like a weird bar show we were at. Yeah. And he goes... Uh, Hey man, if you ever come up to New York, um, let me know and I'll, I'll hook you up or something. And I just texted him. I was like, "Hey dude, I just moved back to Jersey." And he goes, "Oh cool, come hang out at the stand tonight." And I was like, "I, I thought you were full of shit, oh, man." Shit. Right, right. And then that was a show. I think it was like you, De Stefano was on that one. I think yes, De Stefano was on there. And then um, there's a couple of it was also like, Friedman, uh, Judah. Judah, Judah, yeah, Judah, yep, Judah was on there, <laughs> talking about uh, shark tears and shit. Mm. Dolphin tears. I can't believe the <laughs> mileage that guy gets out of some of his premises. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you know what it is. He's, you, you know what, you know what it is. He's a, he's a, he's a. 
He's just good. He's just good at what he does because he just jumps into it. He's right in pocket with all that rambling shit, but it works. Hell yeah, it dude. fucking works. He's funny as shit. Well, we but I didn't to... realize all that. Damn, KP. This is, <laughs> we got some history and shit here, man. Where's my problem? I am a full blown alcoholic. There's no doubt about it. However, right. I have a my memory is like amazing. I, it's it's why I have to drink all the time because I remember too much shit. Where it's like, oh, I'm not going to drink tonight. And then you remember like a girl you asked out in seventh grade. Uh, said no to you, and you're like, listen, Erica, I'm not going <laughs> to. Uh, and then you have to just you know booze it up to get through things. But I'm the pain. Part of part of the whole weird thing is though is that uh, I I remember stories. You know uh, that's why I like history so much. Mm, okay, uh, I'm tortured by that to a degree. Okay, but me and the old man wanted to have you on. Uh, he's down in Florida. Larry's back being South Beach Larry right now. Okay, um, South Beach Larry. Ever since he retired, man. That's uh you know Irish people aren't supposed to be that close to Miami. That's that's a lot of uh, exposure there, man. Yeah, that's uh, an inevitable skin cancer epidemic about to break out. In if he household. doesn't come back looking like a lobster, I'm going to have some questions. Well, my mom's Armenian, so she leaves Armenia and comes back Puerto Rican. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> she gets dark, dude. It's yeah, pretty wild. I bet. But <laughs> Better stay underneath the gazebo. <laughs> you get burnt. But we got... Um, the, the show, if uh, if you guys don't know, if it's your first time listening to the show here, what it is, it's American Loser. We tell the stories of the, quote, losers. And we mean that in quotations for um, losers from American history. They can be a loser because things didn't work out their way. They can be a loser how they're remembered in history or the fact that they weren't remembered in history at all and they did something pretty cool, um, which is kind of where today's guy falls in. Um, we got mad Jersey tie-ins, too, for this one. I'm excited. Ah. Uh, you couple. know I'm a sucker for that. I don't know if Kahuna's jaw is going to drop on this one. We like to try to, to to get our boy to freak out every now and then on the okay. show. If we can. I don't know if we're going to get you today, all right? But I did do some quality research here, and I think you guys are going to like this one. Um, a lot of times on the show, we're gonna like I'll read about some in okay. research, and uh, I I think I'm getting punked. Like you ever go on Wikipedia? And you know somebody changed a fact around just to fuck with somebody. Okay, right. Okay, <laughs> right. And you're like, this is some bullshit. Yeah, like I read one that uh, uh, a yeah. guy. I saw one. It was KP uh -oh. Burke is a successful comic. Uh, oh, that's a lie. Oh, oh man. I was like, oh, I got to change that right back. <laughs> just he insists on hurting me. I don't know why. <laughs> one that we saw that was wild was uh, it was Teddy Roosevelt. I thought they were messing with me on Wikipedia. They're like, oh, Teddy Roosevelt used to drink two pots of coffee a day. And I was like, oh, somebody. So he lied and made that one up. Nope, that's true. He drank two pots of coffee a day. That's I could see that. Yeah, he was essentially on speed his entire life. That Jesus explains Christ. a lot. <laughs> now that I think about it. Oh yeah. Don't fuck with Tr. Don't fuck with Tr when he doesn't have his coffee. Yeah, when you get shot in the stomach and then finish your speech. Um, that's, that's, <laughs> there's, there's some... a, a, was he really shot in the stomach and finished his speech? That's a true story, man. He got shot when he was he was running for president a third time. Uh, and then a, a would-be assassin shot him. It was like a small caliber bullet, like like a twenty-two or something. But uh, shit, they shot does him in the matter? Yeah. That shit, you got shot. <laughs> well, you know what it is? We're, we're blinded because uh, I grew up in the, the, the day and age. I was in high school when 50 Cent came out, and anybody who's been shot less than nine times, I'm not impressed with. Mm. <laughs> okay, got got you, got you. <laughs> Meanwhile, me, you got shot by whatever gun, BB gun, whatever gun. It, it could be anything. And then it, it, that's why I think Tr was really a stand-up comic because he got up and did his time afterwards. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm not missing a spot. So <laughs> who would have tried to give him the light? That's <laughs> <laughs> wrapping up the shooting at you. Goddamn, <laughs> <laughs> it's a sensitive crowd out here. Oh shit! So we got a wild one today, man. This guy, when I read about him, I was like, "There's no way this shit's all true," but it is. Okay, um, and part of you, I, I kind of want to know why he's not mentioned in like history books in school more because this dude's wild. All right, um, going off the top of your head, you know who Jackie Robinson is, right? Yeah. Okay, guy, just 
one of the most famous baseball players of all time, broke the color yeah. barrier in yeah. baseball, yeah. right? American legend. He gets credit, deservingly so, uh, in Major League Baseball. Uh, he's, you know, an icon. However, in doing research for this episode, we discovered a few weird and unconventional things, okay? Uh-oh. So, Jackie, nothing bad, nothing bad. Oh. We're not, we're no, no smear jobs here. They're coming for Jackie. <laughs> Uh-oh. I was about to say, wait, how how is this going to turn out? They're coming for you, Jackie. Well, how do you, like, when you remember something, uh... Like they, they always the phrase is what kind of ties in with Jackie Robinson that he broke the color barrier, right? Right. But they never say he was the first black guy to play Major League Baseball. No. Well, it, I think that goes hand in hand. That true, true. It does because I'm not. I don't follow baseball, and I know who Jackie Robinson is. Just you know, because of him breaking the color barrier and playing, being the first African American to play Major League mm-hmm. Baseball. But um, yeah. Other than that. That's that's where that's where I leave baseball. You know what I mean. So <laughs> it ain't for everybody. It's not for everybody. Nah. I know a little bit. I know enough to play it, but um, that's yeah. A, <laughs> well, I love the sport, and I'm always blown away by the history of it too. So this mm-hmm. one was what kind of blew my mind was that you can't say that Jackie Robinson's the first African American to play in the major leagues because there was mm-hmm. a dude in 1884 named Moses Fleetwood Walker. Who was like the star of the Cleveland team? What a badass name! That is a pretty bad Moses Fleetwood Walker. That's a I'll, I'll, that like that's the best stage introduction name I've ever heard. Moses. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Moses <laughs> Fleetwood Walker. Oh, man. I would love to hear Steve Harvey introduce that goddamn that- name. <laughs> that name is amazing. Moses Sweet Sweet what Fleetwood Walker. That's some made up shit. That's that, that's his nickname, obviously, right? Fleetwood's got to be his nickname. Dude, like, I don't even know, but I I absolutely I, I saw it because they have a photo of him from like the team photo or whatever. Yeah, and it's like back in the day when they had like to hand stitch the jerseys and shit. Right, right. So it's like a little piece of rope up there, kind of keeping like the V collar. Right, and, right. Dude, it's it's nuts. They said he was like the absolute star of the team. He would just, mm. yeah. but when he left baseball, no African Americans played again until Jackie. So they literally created the color barrier once they got the game up on its feet. Right. So it's it, it almost makes Jackie Robinson that much more prolific because it's like, oh, you guys put a structure in front of me, and then boom, driving a truck through it. So, well, you know, I, hey man, shit, you control that much, you can control when the shit starts. Like, you know what? No, 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 fuck that. Let's just <laughs> move this again. That guy was good. Fleetwood was one. He was quite the player. Let's put him back here. You guys know that we haven't uh, we haven't won since Fleetwood left. You guys ever noticed that? The one shit since Fleetwood, but um, Fleet, Fleetwood. What year was this again? That was eighteen eighty four. That's like right when baseball started. Right, but how was it being broadcasted? Like, did people know about Fleetwood? Like, this was what part? What part of the country was this? this is I would assume this is part of the South. No, right? he was in uh, Ohio. He was in Ohio. Yeah. Okay. And I guess you would have to, would it be on the radio, broadcasted on the radio? Well, nah. back then, I, I don't think they had, I think it would have been newspaper clipping. And again, the, it, where it's such an impetus of, uh, by the way, he's not even the loser this week. Right. So that's the craziest part. Oh, okay. But um, he is. Well, he uh, can't be. Damn, I, that'd be hard. Like, damn, he's still the loser? <laughs> Listen, man, we've, we've done guests like that. Where we're, where we're like, damn, KP, this man ain't no loser. Like, he damn, just got to change circumstances. <laughs> he called him a loser. It's the, uh, we, uh, we use the term loosely. I'll put it there. All right, yeah, but, okay. Uh, but no, so Moses Fleetwood Walker in 1884, is, uh, he's one of the stars of uh, one of the early on, like, like Ohio, I think it was Cleveland. I want to say Cleveland teams. Okay. Which kind of comes into a full circle at the, towards the, the very end of this one. Um, 
But there was indeed afterwards this color barrier that got put into effect, mm -hmm. and it barred African Americans from playing the game of baseball, which was becoming a massively popular sport. Like right now, I think we can all agree that uh, it, we're a football nation at this point. Absolutely, that's the ratings uh, would, would indicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, but uh, back in the day, imagine there's all of a sudden a game that you can play where if the American dream is sitting there and, and you know coming from a humble background and then moving on to to accomplish something. Right. That we did an episode not too long ago on Shoeless Joe Jackson. Okay, guy couldn't read. Guy couldn't write. He literally uh, the the reason he got in trouble legally is because he signed uh, a piece of paper that was a guilty claim. Shoeless Joe Jackson. Yeah, and he was he was worth some money, dude. That's <laughs> one of wow. my best episodes. That was a great one too. Yeah, he got uh, he got just destroyed in the uh, it was the Black Sox scandal uh, where they accused him of throwing the World Series. So wow. it was it was wild. The whole shit, team too. got in trouble. If you look into that story, it's wild. But like shoeless Joe Jackson was one of those who got barred from ever playing it again. He was a scapegoat for all that yep, shit. He got took, scapegoated. He like, wow. Still holds the third highest batting average in Major League Baseball history. Well, what was his name? Shoeless Joe Jackson. <laughs> yeah, well, I would expect someone named Shoeless Joe Jackson can't read. That That's a name that kind of goes along with I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, but the, the cool thing for him was that coming out of South Carolina, he was like dirt poor and then came up and was able to have this you know, baseball career. Yeah. He's, he's still infamous yeah. to a degree. Wow. Now, this next guy, a little bit better circumstances uh, towards the, the second half of his life here. But you want to go by nicknames, man. Baseball gives good nicknames. Okay. Okay. There's some wild ones out there. Okay. Um, but uh, this guy is, I think he might be my favorite baseball player ever now after having read about him. So um, even if you have just a small little bit of familiarity with, so you have Major League Baseball that's going on there. Okay. And then what's the, what's the other league that's going on that's allowing uh, African Americans to play? Hockey? What the fuck? I don't know. What other league is there? It was for, for baseball, you mean? Back, Another? Well, yeah, when you had the color barrier, they literally had the Negro Leagues. Right. Okay. The Negro Leagues. So, right. Right. And right. Dude, did you know this, man? This was, uh, um, hang on, my father sent this to me earlier. First jersey tie in that we have here for this one. Um, okay. It was in 1933, mm -hmm. the stadium that. Uh, the first complete season of hosting baseball was Hinchcliffe Stadium, which I believe is still in Patterson, right by the falls. Okay. So I, that, I, I know where that is. Yeah. yeah. So there was a whole I, – I mean, it was – people would go see um, – because they wouldn't allow the, the players to be – the teams weren't allowed to be integrated mm -hmm. until Jackie Robinson literally showed up and kind of fucked everything. Uh, you know, took all their game plans and just threw it all aside and said – Listen, you guys want to win some games. This, yeah, you better integrate. This is how you, this. Do it. you might want the best players. So, and the Negro Leagues were on fire, man. They were like just mm -hmm. tearing shit up. They had a whole cult. There's almost a Harlem Globetrotters vibe to them when mm -hmm. you read about them and shit. But mm -hmm. it's pretty interesting. Do they have that bomb ass Hanna Barbera cartoon? I don't think it's, so. <laughs> is it that Hanna Barbera cartoon? Yeah, man. Do they know? I don't hear nothing about it. I don't think they did, man. I think you're right. Um, <laughs> But get this one, dude. You want to talk about uh, today's losers? We introduce him. Joe DiMaggio once called this guy the greatest pitcher I've ever faced. And uh, St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Famer Dizzy Dean once said of today's loser, if he and I pitched in the same rotation, we'd clinch the pennant by July and then go fishing till the World Series. All right. So this is some – that's Hall of Famers saying that this guy is the greatest ever. Today's loser, incomparable, Satchel Page. Satchel Page. You know anything about him? The name – Rings a bell, actually. That's a stage name. I've heard of Satchel Page before. I've heard that name before. Dude, he 
it, it, it sounds like, like we were talking about earlier, that someone hacked a Wikipedia and just yeah. made this shit up. But this guy's legit, man. This is like 110% yeah. true. He was born in the slums of Mobile, Alabama. Okay. On a date, get this one makes me laugh too, on a date that uh, he refuses to ever confirm. So we still don't know when this guy was born. On a date he refuses to ever confirm. Yep. Thank you, Satcho. So, <laughs> Well, he got a quote that was... Made it easy for us, yeah. but no. This yeah. was a good quote about him, because his age comes into play, because it, it actually it winds up being um, a matter of uh, uh, Major League Baseball records at a couple of points. But this was a good quote. Um, someone once asked him, they said, uh, well, well, how old are you? And he goes, well, if you didn't know how old you were, and someone asked you how old you are, what would you say? Oh, I hate bullshit like that. It, right? <laughs> I hate when people say bullshit like that. Like, never fucking mind. Like, just walk away. That's... <laughs> End of interview. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> because of that shit. But it, he answered it in a quiet so Probably the, the reporter is just sitting there like, man, this guy's a fucking dick. Yeah, <laughs> man. Don't be a dick. How old are you? 68. Thank That's, you. <laughs> That's all we fucking need. To, I don't need some fucking, you know, mysteri- you know, mysterious type of fortune cookie type shit to read. <laughs> Satcho. What's his name? Satchel Page. Satchel Page. Yeah. God now, bless him, man. I got to ask you this Jeez. one, too, man, because you have like... um. My uncle growing up called me KP. I didn't go mm-hmm. by KP until like, but there's a Kevin Burke that does comedy. Okay. So, and he's out in Vegas, I think. He was like, um, a Kevin Burke, huh? Yeah. So, a legit Kevin. So, I'm Kevin Patrick. So, I went, I started going by KP on stage. Yeah. And that was like a nickname of mine anyway, but it just kind of, that that's literally how I'm known now. It's weird. Yeah. But like, it's how I call you. That's like, <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever once called you Kevin. That's true, too, man. It's yeah. like when now, we won't give away the Kahuna's real name. We like to keep a little bit of his privacy yeah, alive and intact. But, um, all right. It's, uh, sometimes I'll, I'll, you know, Ming or Mike will be like, oh, yeah, so and so is going to be in with you today. And I was like, who? And they're like, Kahuna, you know he's he's been with you for two years. <laughs> the guy you've been working with. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, is Ty? Um, you grown up? You were called Ty or what? Ty. Um. Well, yeah. Ty is is short for Tyari, so that is my full name. And okay. um, I did not. I've known this guy for four years now, and I'm yeah, just finding this. Nah, out. probably longer than that. <laughs> probably longer than that. But yeah, no, not a lot of people know. Not a lot of um, probably comedians would know that. Um, but my whole name is, is my whole first name is Tayari. Um, it's Swahili. Um, it means, uh, one who is always prepared. So. And true to form, showed up with his own podcast equipment, should we have failed. Yeah, <laughs> podcast equipment, gimbal. Yeah, man, I just I got to come prepared, man. He's you got know? merch on his head, too. I got man. a little Learned bit of Tyrani. merch. com stuff. A little Tyrani. So I chopped it down to Ty. It just makes it a little bit easier. Um, just instead of Ty well, That's a good stage well, name, yeah. too, dude, for real. That's, Thank um, you, man. The, um, Moses Fleetwood. Ty <laughs> I think we're going to top Moses Fleetwood. Jesus. Get, get this one, dude. All right. Uh, so our boy Satchel was actually born uh, Leroy Robert Page. Okay, Leroy. Okay. He was born uh, the son of a gardener and a domestic worker. His mother's name was Lulu. Okay. And uh, they added the I to the name Page because they wanted to, it's like a matter of sophistication kind of a thing. You mm-hmm. know, like, oh, really? We're the Pages. Hello. Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, so, but Leroy supposedly became known as Satchel. This one made me laugh, too. This is like uh, a pretty solid. Uh, as a boy in Mobile, Alabama, he would uh, go down to the train station and he would carry people's bags for him. Like he was like a pretty, you know, in shape kid. Okay. Um, so he would get a dime a bag. Okay. Um, but Ooh. in order to make more money, he right. would start. He wanted to carry multiple bags at once. So he took like some sticks and uh, a couple of like pieces of string, and he MacGyvered himself this uh, kind of like contraption where where he could carry four bags at once. Okay. So. The nickname they started to give him was, he, oh, that boy looks like a damn walking satchel tree. 
So that's how they started to call Satchel. it. Satchel. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're going to notice that if a guy's, if, if there's a little kid walking around carrying four bags, four bags I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you get, you deserve that nickname, good. Well, Satchel. And the start of the legend right there, my friend. Um, by age 10, Satchel is completely obsessed with a game known as Top Ball, okay? Which was this form of baseball played with sticks and bottle caps, dude. It was like, because in order to play baseball, what do you have to have? You got to have a field. Field, right. right. Got to have, have gloves. Gloves. You ever hear, uh, like, my favorite baseball player ever is uh, Mariano Rivera. And Mo used to play with a glove he made out of cardboard in Panama because they didn't have, like, mm. like anything real. Right, legit right. To, you know, no leather. Leather's hard to come by in general. Right. Um, but uh, so Satchel Page is out here playing this game of uh, top ball with bottle caps and sticks. That's how they're playing baseball. Wow. Okay. Imagine how good of a batter you'd have to be to hit a bottle cap. All right? You got to be good as hell. Well, and also, baseball is a sport of failure. Uh, if you... <laughs> You and me are comics, so I can use this example here, and I know uh, Kahuna will appreciate it. Um, in baseball, a mm. 300 hitter is great. That means every 10 times you go up to the plate, three of those are going to result in a hit. Yeah. If me and Ty, and we know some people who, who average this in comedy, yeah. if every 10 times you go on stage, it goes good three of those times, you're a failure. No mm. one wants to work with you, man. Don't send me a veils. <laughs> That's rough. I'm, I'm not paying you. That's All right. tough. <laughs> That's tough. But these, there are people yeah. we know that, that yeah. do this. Yeah. God bless them. That shit's Mark, bring it Love you, Mark. No. It's a little rough. Yeah. With your goddamn KP, that's, that's goddamn accurate. Yeah. But that, that's now imagine hard. taking the baseball and now shrinking it down to a bottle cap and playing with a stick. And apparently Satchel's loving it. He's having the time of his life. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. He, uh, unfortunately, his mother actually satchel. noticed this. It's such a good name, too. Satchel. That's what I call my little bag here, my satchel. Satchel, get your <laughs> ass all my things in it. God damn it, Satchel. Well, Satchel's mother, again, uh, the infamous Lulu, um, mm. she noticed that her son had this passion for the game and stated that it was baseball, baseball, baseball. Right. He would rather, my son would rather play baseball than eat. So mm. if he was calling, yeah, if you were calling him like, hey, dinner's on the table. He's like, all right. He's like, yeah, fuck all that. Well, uh, unfortunately, shortly after his 12th birthday, Satchel gets himself into a little bit of trouble with the law, okay? And uh, there's reports that vary on the incident. Some say it was a rock fight he got into with some people. Lies. It's a, another one was, uh, this one was dumb, too. Someone said he tried to steal a bag. It's like, why would he? First of all, his name he... is Satchel. I get it, guys. This is lies, yo. These are all lies, KP. They're lying on the brothers. Damn it. Well, they uh, they sent it. He was, he was around 12 at the time. Okay. Mm -hmm. And again, we don't really know his age. He never confirmed it. So uh, he gets sentenced to uh, boarding school. That was his punishment from right. the court. Um, it was a reform school. And they said it was going to be, you have to go here for six years or till your 18th birthday, whichever happens first. What? Yeah. Dude, it, it was, that's an intense punishment, reform school for well, six years. This is what happens to a brother back then. This is this is what you get. Uh, you're not S exaggerating at all. Satchel. <laughs> Dude, they sent him to, uh, it was a reform school in mm. uh, Mount Meigs, I want to say it was pronounced. But the interesting thing about the school was it had an all-black teaching staff. Okay. Mm. So one of the guys there, Reverend Moses Davis, not Moses Fleetwood Walker, different different guy here. Okay. Right? <laughs> Reverend Moses Davis. No relation. It's a <laughs> well, he was... Um, it was a pretty interesting uh, school just because it was a whole um, to, to operate outside the system like that. Mm -hmm. So it is a reform school. You got these troubled kids coming in here, but then the people that are able to reach them, like this guy, Moses, uh, Reverend Moses Davis, I should say, mm -hmm. he decides he's going to you know, reach out to the, the young men at the school. Right. And it was all boys, too. Right. I'm going to teach you baseball. Okay. And that's how we're going to learn discipline and patience and responsibility and all this other shit. 
So he's literally teaches Satchel Page how to pitch for five years. All right. Satchel Page, when he finally gets out of there, uh, right before, I think he just turned, again, th- there's, if I say an age, I'm lying because yeah. no one knows. Right. Okay. <laughs> but um, around age 18, he got, uh, gets out of the place. And this motherfucker's probably like 24. <laughs> <laughs> 24 with no facial hair. They don't even know what he is. He's 18. That's 24 with no facial hair. Like that kid from the Little League World Series that was like 30 from the Dominican Republic or something. Built like a fucking uncle. Just built like a goddamn man. Uh, Dude, it was... um, I'm going to... It, it, it's absolutely wild. I'm, it, don't worry about it if you can't do it right now, Coons. But I was going to say, if you could pull up a picture of Satchel Page here, just I want to show Ty what the dude looks like because it's it's pretty. Fu- he looks like he's a funny guy, and he is. He some of his quotes. Thirty six. Yeah. I thought he was eighteen. <laughs> well, uh, he gets out of there, and the the way that he remarked on his time spent with uh you know with the Reverend over at Mount Meigs uh, Reform School was he goes I uh, I traded in five years of freedom to learn how to pitch. So he recognized that that's what it was, uh, you know, that's what he was getting himself into. Uh, now, you got a better picture than that? He looked, because he looks like a little bit like Reggie Miller in, um, <laughs> in, uh, there's a Ray little, Allen sh- there's a little Chappelle to him in a couple of photos if we can a little find out. Little Tiny most deaf. He looks too. like most deaf oh. a little bit. Little Tyler creator. Little most deaf. That's all. Well, not for no, because we, we try to do, um, they have made a movie about his life. They've made a okay. couple of movies about it. But um, Delroy Lindo played him in the one movie. Um, All right. But, uh, Delroy. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I know that, brother. Yeah. He's got one of the most fun names ever to he say. He does. But, um, so we do a segment at the very end where uh, the Kahuna casts a movie about the guy's life. So start thinking about it now if you can. But, All right. Um, so get this one. All right. Uh, Satchel knew the times uh, that he was enduring were tough, but he learned a lot of lessons uh, while he was over at uh, Mount Meeks. He later credited the school and the teachers there with making a man out of him. So... He gets out of uh, this boarding reform school, which literally is just juvenile hall. That's really what it was, man. There's yeah. no, they pretend, oh, it's a school. It's like, nah, dude, these, <laughs> this was rough going. Yeah. So uh, gets out of the school just shy of 18, mm. joins up with his brother, and he starts playing in the Negro Leagues for the Mobile Tigers. Okay. So Mobile, Alabama. You ever been wow. to Mobile? No. That's, it's a wild there. town, dude. No. It is New Orleans light to a degree. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, I've never uh, been in New Orleans, so I really don't have any kind of you know reference point. But I, I have I haven't been in either. But um, it's a little wild, it's wild down and a little different. Huh? I had a good a time, man. It was um, we did. It was one of my last. I, I've done it since, but the first time I was there it was we did uh, uh, coming from Jacksonville. We went to Pensacola. Yeah. Did a gig in Pensacola, which is. Um, Pensacola is a gas station with a nice view. That's literally all okay. that town is. That's all. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, Navy base. That's why you know I, I didn't feel uncomfortable there, but nobody there, there's not mm-hmm. a great nightlife um, right. unless it's spring break. Okay. Um, then from Pensacola, we drove, I guess it was like an hour and a half right. into Mobile. And then Mobile's got like, uh, there's a little bit of that. There's um, a New Orleans vibe to it. You know what I mean? Some of the, the, the way, because you had, there were French people down there and everything too, so there's a little Cajun culture to it. Mm-hmm. The music's good, the food's good. Mm-hmm. And then the comedy club was, um, I, I think, since closed. Really? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that, that sucks. It was like a dungeon type vibe we were in, man. It was a little okay. bit weird. But uh, Mobile's a wild town, and the people who are from Mobile die hard. They, they have like Jersey pride almost. It's weird. Okay. So mm. it was, uh, so if you had the Mobile Tigers, um, which is what Satchel and his brother were playing for, okay. you would go out and cheer for the hometown team. Right. Right. So, and of course, not for nothing, let's also, let's, let's be honest here in the, there's uh, a little bit of racism going on at the times. Oh, just a touch of it, right? <laughs> just a touch of it. 
It was subtle. Just, yeah. just a little bit. Oh, yeah. There was uh, fights that would break out and stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. Um, the, the quality of life we're going to get into in a second for a professional athlete in the Negro Leagues, is a, it's ridiculous. Um, so get this one, though. This is why Satchel was amazing, because you, um, you can't deny him. This story, there's only one other story I've ever heard in baseball that comes close to this one. And um, I'll, I'll say that one in a second. But So Satchel's pitching in a game. And uh, Negro Leagues didn't go nine innings. They went, I think it was six. Um, so he's sitting there. He's pitching the game. And he was a starting pitcher uh, when he was with the Negro Leagues. And he is, he's lights out. The mm-hmm. dude, can he can locate anything. There's, people are whiffing left and right. So he gets into, I believe it's the final out of a game that he can now sit as the winner of the game. Right. Uh, it's a one nothing lead. Right. Okay, so he's pitching a shutout. And uh, his infielders, I'm sorry, his outfielders, make three consecutive errors on like fly balls that should have been caught kind of a thing. So he gets so pissed off, he starts kicking the dirt up on the mound. It's almost like a cartoon, like like a, like a Yosemite Sam kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. So it's, <laughs> he's kicking all this dust up, going nuts, and the crowd starts booing him. All right, And because they're like, oh, look at this guy's an asshole. He's showing up his teammates and everything. So Satchel realizes that he has to do damage control now. So the crowd's booing him. He calls the whole team in to huddle on the mound with him, takes his outfielders, tells them to sit down in the infield. So pulls, like literally pulls in the, <laughs> that was the worst feeling playing baseball was if uh, um, they would put on a shift because they knew that I would, I would, I, I could hit the ball, but it would always be like, you know, a to shallow fly ball to left field. So right. they would figure me out. They'd so there's like, nothing shift. worse than we just shift and you just, ah, oh, God damn it. Yeah. So not, <laughs> this ain't a shift. This is everybody in the outfield come in right. and then sit so on your ass. Satchel's in charge now. Right. Okay. <laughs> And I swear to God, on the next three pitches, uh, one, two, three, strikes the guy out, wins the game. Wow. With, with his entire outfield sitting on the second baseline. Wow. So he's pretty nuts, man. The legend is started. The crowd's going nuts for this. Newspapers start reporting on him. Um, this was wild, too. Uh, I wish they would make jerseys, because you were talking about you know uh, getting like stuff printed up and everything. Absolutely. I yeah. wish they would make jerseys for the old school, uh, the, the Negro League teams. Because I think they do. I, I've seen a couple, but some of the names were hilarious that I was seeing. Like, there's like, like some of them are names that should be used in modern sports right now. And then mm. other names were like, dude, that's, these guys are, it sounds like a hipster thing. You know mm, what I mean? Mm-hmm, so mm. get, uh, get this one. One of the most famous teams was the Bacharach Giants. The Bacharach Giants? The Bacharach Giants. Okay. And oh, Satchel, I, think, I believe he played for them at one point. But uh, guess where they were originally based out of? Where? Atlantic City. Really? Yep. Baccarat. The Jersey tie-in, brother. <laughs> Isn't that a ga- that's a game? That's a Baccarat. Baccarat. Yeah, I think so. I always think Burt Baccarat, but that's just because uh, of Austin Powers. <laughs> no, yeah, right. <laughs> no, but I think Baccarat is like a game. It's not backgammon, but isn't Baccarat? I believe you're right. Coons, if you want to Google that, look, too, just to confirm. Look that up, Kahuna. While he's doing that, uh, Baccarat is B-A-C-H, just to let you know. Um, B-A-C-H. But uh, other names that they had, they had the uh, the Black Colonels. The most famous team actually was the New York Black Yankees. The I, New I've, York Black Yankees. I like that. Dude, they were fucking legit, man. They won, I believe, at least two or three uh, championships for the league. Yeah, see? So they were good. Um, there was the, the Homestead Grays. The Homestead Grays. Um, this one is Kahuna's favorite, I'm sure. The uh, Kahuna, would you like to play for the Chattanooga Choo Choo's? The Chattanooga Choo Choo's. I hate you for that. <laughs> you know what? For some reason, I think I've seen there's there's got to be a there's, website there's or something that has them that has this like apparel somewhere, hats or whatever. I would buy this in a heartbeat. It's like the I names think are they do. great. Uh, my 
the, I'm tied for because the Chattanooga Choo Choo's is my favorite in terms of just something to, to laugh at. But shut mm. up. The uh, the Pittsburgh Crawfords. The Pittsburgh Crawfords. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> I don't know what. That how the name curmudgeonly yeah that's uh, like oh wow is that is that the the commissioner of the league or something that's, that's somebody like, <laughs> that owned a goddamn team they're like i own these boys i own this team we're the crawfords goddamn it we're from pittsburgh we require a mustache and you must stroke it during yeah. the games mr crawford can't we be something else i thought of a real cool name nobody thought you would think of a name we're the goddamn tigers. who told you to think can we be the steelers <laughs> Can we be the Pittsburgh Steelers? God damn it, that's stupid. We're the Crawfords. <laughs> and this one confused me. I, I thought this was I thought I was getting lied to here. Uh the best team in Atlanta for the Negro Leagues was the Atlanta Black Crackers. Damn, the Black Crackers. The Black Crackers. That's, was the team all black? That's uh, yeah. For, <laughs> well it had to be for uh for, see how <laughs> white folks couldn't let them live? They're like, nah, fuck that. We go put up we go uh, black crackers. <laughs> we go we go to represent somehow. <laughs> That that's way, some, everyone can be a fan. That's some crazy shit. The Black Crackers. It did. It was because uh, that's one of the ones that if they did make um, a jersey for, there would be some people would take a second look at you real quick if you wore that jersey. It'd be some. It's all offensive. That's it's <laughs> all every jersey printed from the from the Chattanooga to the to the Black Crackers. All that shit. If that shit, it's needle to thread. That shit, somebody's getting sued. I don't know if all of that stuff is printed up, but. That's some wild shit. It was, uh, and it was crazy. And now, not for nothing, too, is that the Negro Leagues were very popular. People would go, yeah. Again, yeah. I said it had like a, a globetrotter vibe to it. Yeah. But it was almost, there's this weird part where towards the end of it, before Jackie uh, Robinson comes into play, where they start realizing they're like, dude, some of these guys are the best players in all of baseball, and yeah. we're not letting them play in the major leagues. In like, the major leagues. And we're and fucking it, up. And then, you know what, KP? I hate to put a, a little rain on your parade. They said, we're going to make some money off these motherfuckers. <laughs> They're like, fuck the talent. Like, I know motherfuckers are tired of losing, but oh, they're also true. tired of not filling up stadiums, selling peanuts and popcorn. Because the song, buy me some uh, peanuts and Cracker Jacks. You got, you know, overstock of Cracker Jacks and shit. You got you to gotta call for the... For the Negro Crackers. Where were the, what was that day? What was that <laughs> the day? Atlanta, <laughs> Kahuna brought it up. See, you guys thought I'm not making it up. What is it? The, 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 Atlanta, the Atlanta Black Crackers. The ABCs. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> we want the ABCs, god damn it. Dude, so this is, um, this is how crazy. popular Satchel was, by the way. Once Satchel. He, <laughs> once he threw that um, uh, that infamous uh, three-pitch strikeout when he yes. pulled his, uh, his outfielders in, yes. the newspapers were cut, like nonstop coverage, man. Oh, they fucks with him now. So yeah, they, And now here's the wildest part, is because there's not like a free agency structure quite yeah. yet, his contract starts getting passed around all the time. Mm. So it got to the point where I'm not making this up. You could rent him for the day. That if you had, you're like, oh, dude. <laughs> We got a big fucking god damn, dude. We got a big game coming up. Like, it, uh, not from I'm a Yankees fan, so yeah. uh, if we had, um, we're like, dude, it's uh, we're in a pennant race right now with Tampa Bay, and we need to win uh, tonight. Yeah, uh, can you see if Satchel Page is available? And then for uh, the right dollar amount, Satchel Page would show up and pitch your game for you. Oh, really? Yeah, dude, it happened all the time with him. So when you try, so to, you can cheat essentially. Yeah, 
Jesus That's Christ. Good. You see this? Cheating I'm, right there in the open. They just rented Satchel Page for the day. So you're getting the best pitcher, pretty much in baseball. You're getting wow. the best pitcher in baseball. He's like a gun for hire, dude. It's really what, he's like a mercenary. Um, Enterprise Reddit player. Yeah, Word. and not for nothing, too. He's such a name that uh, even if you, let's say it wasn't a big playoff game. Right. Let's say you are struggling uh, to, to pull fans in, like you said, to get the attendance up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to say, hey, out. dude, we're bringing Satchel Page in for the weekend. All of a sudden, ticket sales go up. Hell yeah. So the dude was a draw, man. He He's sold selling tickets. three times more hot dogs and shit. <laughs> Seriously, man. It comes down to that's That's fucking, that's fucking dope. It, it, he was... Literally, there was nobody else that was... There's other famous players that were in the league with him, mm -hmm. but he is, like, essentially the Babe Ruth of everything. Mm, so, of the Negro League, exactly. Satchel Page. Yeah. There's, okay. there's actually a very weird Babe Ruth story that I, I, I hesitate whether or not even to bring it up because we can't confirm that it's true. Okay. But uh, there was a whole weird story where the two of them met, and they were, like, like good buddies or something, and then it was later revealed to potentially have been a hoax the whole time. Probably that they were buddies, or that they met. That they met. They met. There was, no, and it was weird because it was a teammate of his that wound up uh, uh, explaining it. But the whole thing gets weird. Eh. However, let's settle on what we do actually know, which is this guy's a fucking beast on the mound. Okay, you can't touch him. Uh, Page actually gets pulled into um, his first. He's making, by the way, about five hundred dollars a month. Okay, which um, as at that uh, time is pretty damn. This isn't that bad. It, it's still, but again, they're they're. There, it's, it's not less bad. Than, it's less than the white man. Absolutely, it's much oh, less. Yeah. So in the major leagues, guys are starting to make good money and making careers off of this because you got to pay them enough to not go back to their day job. Because remember when it started off, it'd be like a guy was a literally. That's how the Packers got their name in football was because they mm. all worked at the you know they were all meat packers. Meat packers. Oh. And the Steelers were steel workers, and, <laughs> and they stole them. Yeah, and the Jets were airplanes. So mm. that was that's pretty much how it all worked. Look at KP with the fucking history. <laughs> this is a prepared. This is a prepared damn podcast. This well, shit is, I love this. Shit. KP is Irish for always prepared. Jesus <laughs> Christmas. You see this? I was meant to do this podcast with him today. Uh, buddy, I'm happy you're here, man. It's, oh, I'm uh, happy to be here. We got, um, this one made me laugh, uh, too, because it was, uh, he, he's making, like you said, it's $500 a month, which sounds decent, but uh, compared to the, the players in the Major League Baseball Association or whatever, uh, and then also for the Times, they're, they're doing what they can to keep the guy down. That's yeah. pretty much the They were making 18000 a month, Kahuna. It's... <laughs> That's probably not wrong. Um, Don't want to get the numbers out. <laughs> Don't want to. <laughs> they were making eighteen thousand a month, and Satchel was getting five. That's and Satchel's better than all of them. That's the sad part. Dude. Yeah, uh, it's fucked up, Satchel. So and then the, if you bring it up, it's like, well, yeah. on to the next team, dude. When you try to track down what teams he played for, yeah. because of that renting out scenario, yeah. he played for almost every team. Yeah. Every in, team in he the yeah, exactly. or just in general. Uh, well, we're gonna get into what he winds up breaking into later because. Um, as we know, as we covered in the very beginning of this podcast, and everybody should know, Jackie Robinson broke uh, the color barrier for the National League. He went up playing for the Dodgers. Okay, weird little caveat here. Just, for, just I'm happy because we, no matter what, we were going to cover this topic to begin with. But yeah. uh, I'm very happy because Ty is a uh, the pride of Montclair, New Jersey. I oh shit! You know that. So it's a he's got one of my. That's another thing. Me and him used to do gigs together at uh, uh, Tierney's. Yeah, and you always had one of my favorites, which was uh, I'm from Montclair and my mom's from Montclair, so she used to clap anytime you said that. Yeah, and then you would always follow up like, yeah, my wife thinks I'm uh, taking out the garbage right now. Yeah, because like, nah, you yeah, can walk yeah, down nah. the street and go do time. <laughs> Love them local shows, huh? But uh, so the pride of Montclair is in studio with us too, um, and like we said, the National League color barrier was broken by Jackie Robinson to the Dodgers. Yes, the American League uh, color barrier was broken by. Larry Doby from Montclair, New Jersey. Larry Doby. Mm -hmm. I know Larry Doby. 
You know of him, or you actually? I, I know Larry Doby. No shit. No, I'm fucking with you. I believe it, dude. He's got a field. He's got a field. I think it's in South Orange named after him. I think he does. And I I did a report on him in fourth grade for famous people from New Jersey. Because Jersey's funny. If you're good, we want to claim you. Larry Doby. So he's technically born in uh, South Carolina, but then he grew up in, I think it was Patterson. And he played at that, um, what was the field? The Hinchcliffe field. So he's one of like the- Hinchcliffe. Yeah. He was a fucking star, man. Actually, Cahoon's just brought it up. That is the field, I believe. Larry Doby. So there. Well, this is um. That's Hinchcliffe. Yeah, that that was literally like the 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 Negro Leagues World Series was played there. Okay, that's in Patterson, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. They're trying to revitalize it years ago. They have a track that goes around. It's an old stadium. Yeah, they can't tear it down. It's a landmark now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because Jersey's history tied in with. the Negro League is pretty fucking cool because you had the Newark Bears too. That was a, uh, and then the, that one team I said, uh, the the Bacharachs, uh, the Bacharach Giants were formed out of Atlantic City. Yeah. So, um, but there's some wild shit that goes on. So as they're trying to rebuild all that, it's going to be cool, like to go visit and everything. Right. And, um, unfortunately, that's going to drive up rent too for everybody. So sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, see, <laughs> that's how they do it. Um, so, sorry though. At least you're sorry. Yeah. It's a- <laughs> Sorry. There's going to be a Starbucks over here and a Whole Foods. <laughs> Maybe a Trader Joe's. Uh, Trader Joe's, it's yeah, over, man. Nice. That's <laughs> It'd be nice over here, man. Well, in, uh, in his first big game, I should say, for uh, uh, this is, you know, he's starting to get to the uh, the, the bigger teams uh, now. In uh, Satchel Page's first big game for the, uh, the, the, the team name was the Black Barons, uh, Page is nervous as hell. Big crowd, fucking, they're whooping, they're, you know, they're going crazy here. Page inadvertently hits uh, the batter that he's facing on the wrist. And the guy was like a big, mean motherfucker. All right. Mm. And uh, he charges the mound. Yep. So uh, now in order to try to settle this down, uh, Page, Page, by the way, we saw photos of him. Not a big, intimidating guy. Yeah. There's like, um, they always say one of the, one of the hardest outs, um, or one of the hardest pitchers to face in baseball was Greg Maddox. Who looks like a fucking little dweeb? He was like five foot four, looked like a like a point Dexter. Yeah. yeah. But when you're a pitcher, if you can manipulate the ball, especially the way that Satchel Page could, yeah. And we're gonna get to this in a minute. He actually invents something that almost every pitcher does now. We all mimic Satchel Page. Okay. Um, but I don't. I like how I just added myself as a pitcher. I, I pitched yeah. I was, one, I was, I was I listening. Was gonna point that yeah. out. I was like, KP pitches too. Yeah. God damn. This. Yeah. It's uh. Well, <laughs> I pitched once in uh. I believe it was eighth grade, oh. and uh, I. Uh, Nobody, nobody could hit me. Uh, it's because I was I, I beamed two batters in a row and got taken out of the game. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I was not good. The let's parents were upset. Get him out of there. <laughs> so, um, but uh, but I do know the feeling. Uh, no one ever charged the mound at me because I, I look. I'm built like a fire hydrant. I'm tough to take down. Um, yeah. But uh, so Paige throws the ball, hits this dude on the wrist, and this mm. big. I think I believe is the catcher for the other team, which is usually like your your tough guy. Mm. Um, he charges the mound. Uh, and Paige, because he's you know a, a slight fella, decides he's going to run towards the dugout because that's where all my buddies are. They're going to back me up, right? And the the no. batter ain't having it. He takes the bat and then throws the bat at him and hits him on the hip. Mm. Okay, and then just it's a riot almost ensues here on the field. These guys are, are fighting each other. The, the fans are getting into it. It's like wow. it, was, it was like malice at the palace. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so. Um, but again, you would always want Satchel Page around because uh, you, if you could rent him out to other teams, you get the attendance spike we talked about. Right. So he's worth you know whatever you know occasional little trouble he gets into. Mm-hmm. He realizes this. Dude starts showing up late 
on his own start days. Yeah. Uh, he goes, oh, hey, guys, what's going on? As they're doing the announcements for, you know, and today's pitcher, like, Paige would literally be, like, like putting a cigarette out and, like, getting ready to go. <laughs> <He> was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He was a rock star, man. After a while, I mean, you, the way you're being treated, you might as well just start, like, you you, you lose, it loses its value after a while, I totally. guess, to him. You know what I mean? Like, that's something, I'm sure that's a sport that he loved. But then once they started to uh, monetize off of that and playing for every fucking team... Oh, he, he realized, he goes, I'm going to take care of my family, yeah. uh, and I'm going to take care of uh, you know myself, yeah. and I'm, I'm not going to do anything more than that. Because yeah. when you're, dude, how many times have we seen it in comedy where someone is just so funny on stage, mm -hmm. but a total fuck up in every other aspect of the oh, life? Oh, yeah. You know? yeah. Dude, there's one guy I know, he's a pretty funny dude, man, but he's such a fuck up. He does a podcast with his dad. Yeah. God bless him. That's... That one hit close to home. But I'm sure he has a good heart. <laughs> sure he has a good heart. KP, this is a this is a well put together podcast. This makes me want to uh take notes and get my shit together. This guy has no do you always do sports and like is it are you doing like satchel plate page for Black History Month and me? Is this is this are you always covering black um we did um, sports. No, we did because um, I don't know when this one's going to come out. To be honest, because we're, we're in the pre-record station right now. So what's going to happen is, um, okay. Well, my father he wanted to be in studio for this one. Yeah. But we couldn't put it up, and we had to bail on you last week. Right. So what we're doing is we're stockpiling a bunch of them because Luna's gotcha. got a couple he's got to edit for me still. All right. Cool. <laughs> Just the one. I'll tell you about it later. Yeah. But uh, no, it's it's always history that we do. Okay. And then we try to find like internet and Satchel Page is. Especially when we covered the the last two weird caveats of his career, we're mm. about to get to. Um, he, the fact that he's not the most famous baseball player in the world, right. is the reason he's a loser. Mm. So, okay, so got check, you. So check this one out, dude. He um, he's chasing the money. He's done not really a steady income, but he's he's getting you know kind of hooked up here. Right. Um, he settles down, puts together uh, season after season of winning records. Okay, and like we said, he's getting rented out all the time too. Right. Awkward moment for baseball because there's there's the Negro Leagues and then there's Major League Baseball right now, right? And the right. two haven't quite broken in yet. So he was still in the Negro League being rented for Major League Baseball. No, he couldn't play in the majors. He couldn't yet. play in the majors so they, yet. So yeah, he so still had that barrier all the other. So like literally that whole weird list of team names that I had. Right. So that, that's that's who he was. He was being <laughs> slutted out to that <laughs> to that league. Well, okay. Here, here's an awkward moment for baseball, by the way. There we um, go. You want to talk about, well, there's the major leagues and then there's the, you know, the, the Negro Leagues. And mm -hmm. right? In 1929, Satchel Page strikes out 17 batters in one game. Damn. 17. Damn. That's mind-blowing right now. Damn. We go nuts if 17 they have... 17 yeah. in one game? In one game. So Damn. now the major league record at the time, the major league record, you know, was 16. Wow. So the record just got set by a guy down in the Negro Leagues. And then no big deal, right? Whatever, blah, blah, blah. I mean, oh, that's a huge you know, deal, no, KP. No, no real big deal here. You know, we're just going to ignore that, bury that. <laughs> so until two days later, fucking Satchel Page beats his own record, strikes out 18 in the next game. Wow. It's, <laughs> it's like, that ain't shit. That ain't shit. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, in a full Major League Baseball game, you face 27 batters. So this okay. was, and uh, I, I can't, I couldn't figure it out. I think uh, they only did like six innings or something like that. So the fact is, he pretty much mowed down the entire other team. Yeah, that's <laughs> the whole. You went through the whole team. Yeah. If you played less innings and you, yeah, damn, that's a quiet bus ride home for that team. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, but no one can talk shit because no. <laughs> the only person making noise is the bus driver. He's whistling like, "Ooh, it's uncomfortable in here." Uh, you guys stink. So uh, Paige actually takes his 
career international at this point. Winds up over in Cuba for a little bit. Uh, he's playing for uh, this was a, a clever team name, by the way, because you know a lot of teenagers. Cuba. That's uh, yeah. Th- their team name was the uh, the Santa Clara Cubans. The Santa Clara Cubans. Yeah, so we're just like the uh, we're, we're the New Jersey Americans. <laughs> okay, God bless you. Um, but there's uh, the language barrier, the homesickness. Keep in mind, this is just a kid from the South, man. He, he when he was playing on uh, certain teams, there was a team in Baltimore he played for that they ostracized him. They made him feel like a dumb backwoods hick because he wasn't a cool city kid. Of course, so <laughs> of course, that's what Northerners do. We are uh, we are weird that way. Yeah. But, uh, Oh, I love this it. This country ass boy, he fast and all that shit. He can throw a goddamn ball, but he's stupid as hell. Look at his slow ass. <laughs> Put him on the mound again. It's, uh, it's um, there's you can always tell too because it's uh the way that someone makes a face uh if you say whether or not they've eaten squirrel before. That there's like oh <laughs> there's people like dude yeah we eat squirrel all the time. We eat squirrel all the time. I'm like get the fuck out of here, goddamn squirrel. That's when, yeah, that's when you just you go really wow, and then you know as soon as they leave, you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> the fucking squirrel. And then if you're curious, you go to Whole Foods and find it. Do you guys have squirrel? You guys got squirrel in the back or some shit? Then they just escort you out of Whole Foods. Like if you don't get the hell out of our store, sir. Squirrel in the back. <laughs> but uh, our boy is, the, is still the gun for hire, man. In 1930, he uh, he winds up coming back into the leagues. Um, he's playing for uh, organizations in Baltimore, Houston, Nashville. And uh, the, he said one thing that, that killed him. This kind of breaks your heart. Uh, the things that hurt him the most when he was playing in the Negro Leagues is if they were playing in a town that had a pro team and he could see the stadium. Mm. And he's like, so that's where, that's where I should be because I'm the best and they're not letting me in. Mm. So it's fucked up. Uh, Page's uh, pitching remains brilliant, though, uh, and he records the first ever no-hitter in the Negro Leagues against the famed New York Black Yankees. Now, at this time, like, what is like the, the popularity... Like I guess ratio between like the two leagues, where it's like, like you, it's already established that the Negro leagues are essentially popular because just the players are beasts. But like, oh, yeah. how is baseball at this time also? Baseball is selling tickets, man. Selling they are, tickets. yeah. That, that is, uh, I would say, the way football's popular now is how baseball used to be. Oh, okay. So baseball's still very popular. I, I love it. It's it, again, oh, yeah. But um, it gets wild to uh, to try. So imagine. Um, Imagine if the XFL had all the best players, but they weren't allowed to play in the NFL. That's kind of how I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of it that way. So, ah, there we go. <laughs> um, so they go on this wild friggin' uh, tour. They start doing a barnstorming tour. And Satchel's one of the, the main attractions where we're going to go all around the country and play right. these exhibition games. So you can't play in um, regular season games against uh, uh, you know, white players and stuff like that. But you can go up against them in exhibition games. And so now you're getting this, it's almost like a carnival of baseball. It's pretty fucking mm. cool. But it increases the popularity. And if you have Satchel Page, you're going to make some money on it. So that's a money. safe investment, man. He's a draw. So uh, in 1942, um, Page pitched in, I thought this was cool too. Uh, it was not current Yankee Stadium, obviously, but old Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. Hosted the 1942 uh, Negro World Series. And then Page pitched in that game and was part of the winning team. So... Uh, a teammate of Page's at this time, like we said, none other than New Jersey legend, Montclair royalty, baseball Hall of Famer, and friend of Ty Rainey, Larry Dolby. Larry Dolby. <laughs> I don't know Larry Dolby, for the record. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't I don't want to put that out there. That brother if be you like, did, I would be like, Mick, do you think he'll do this show? His family sitting around somewhere like, who the fuck is Ty Rainey? You know the Rainey? Uh, well, eventually, uh, finally, Jackie uh, Robinson, like we said, breaks the color barrier, and it actually nearly kills Satchel. You see that? That's... <laughs> You know why? Because I, you know, Satchel sounded like he had more of a streak in him than uh, 
Jackie. I would agree. Satchel probably wasn't complying for shit. Nope. He was, uh, yeah. and this, this actually, it winds up being a thing where he said it killed him because it was like, dude, I am, I'm the star here. Yeah. Gonna go. It's a, uh, I'm trying to think of a good, uh, comparison for it, but. Jackie Robinson was amazing. Don't get me wrong. Oh, he's, but he was dope. Yeah, the the marquee, the star of the movie, if you will, yeah. Satchel Page. Yeah, and you're going to go for the the best supporting actor instead. Yeah. So now he winds up realizing later on after he saw how it all got rolled mm-hmm. out, they sent Jackie Robinson to the minor leagues at first. Satchel Page, like you said, he got a streak to him. No way, I'm not fucking with that. I'm not going. <laughs> right. You can't send me to the minor leagues when I'm better than the major leaguers. Right. 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 So he would have refused to have gone and seen it as an insult. Mm-hmm. So instead, it winds up being good. So Jackie Robinson breaks in. Larry Doby breaks in, I think, a couple days after, which Larry Doby almost should be an American loser because he doesn't get heralded quite the same. Mm. And it, this should happen within like 96 hours of each other. Larry Doby. Um, wow. But uh, here we go. On uh, it, it's, it was pretty wild. Um, it's kind of sad because you realize that now that you know uh, he didn't break into the major leagues, it's sad. He's not going to get a shot at the big show. Uh, I mean, the guy was averaging 20 starts a month. Most people have. Uh, if you win 20 games in a baseball season nowadays, that's incredible. Like it, as a pitcher. Goddamn, um, KP. You see how this, the odds are stacked against us, KP. It's uh, dude. There's no. You see great, that shit? <laughs> it's blaring, blech, blaringly obvious. Um, now here's the wildest part. He's not going to get a chance here. Uh, I mean, something he's, he's, wilder than that. He's out of his prime too, man. He's over forty years old now. Yeah. He, uh, debating on when you think he was, you know, born. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you just have to know when to walk away and accept the fact that you're not going to get your shot. Yeah. Except for the fact that on July eighth, nineteen forty eight, Satchel Page debuts in the major leagues. Here we go. At what? age forty two. Oh yeah. <laughs> Black don't crack. He's <laughs> out that motherfucker. <laughs> he's out that bitch. Age 42. Uh, he. This is the record. He's the world's oldest major league rookie. Wow. Okay. Debuts for the Cleveland Indians. Okay. Page displays this, uh, you know, again, his, his, his go-to, if you will, his ability mm. to locate mm. on pitches. Uh, and now just to fuck with people, this is, this is how good he was, dude. Um, so did you ever play baseball? Um, yes. A little bit. In eighth grade. That's a <laughs> during gym. That's a... <laughs> So uh, the, the, the traditional the traditional uh, motion for a pitcher yeah. is that over the top, right? yeah. uh, and then there's other guys that can do that sidewinder side shit. Yeah. So uh, during the same at bat, Satchel Page would fuck with batters and just change up from sidewinder to over the, the top, over top and yeah. still locate. Yeah. Like it was. It, he also this is uh, there was a quote by one of the um, it was done as a joke, but it was. Um, I think it was one of the Chicago sports, uh, the baseball announcers goes, well, his, uh, his pitches aren't quite legal and they're not quite illegal. No, <laughs> <There's man>. a- <laughs> so Just because he was doing Basically, the pitching over the top? Yeah. Because we've all, I think we all know what this is, but it's, um, it's what's known as a hesitation pitch. So in baseball, if you're a, a, like a fastball guy and you want to trick a guy with a changeup, it's because the, the, the speed of the, the ball is going to change. Yeah. And that's why you know, you'll get a guy to swing before the ball's even near the plate. Right. So what Satchel Page is credited with is creating and inventing. Uh, what, he's doing the sidewinder shit. He's doing the overtop shit. And now he's also adding like a little, a little hesitation move. So he's like, if I if I flick my wrist out a little bit when I'm bringing it out, you know, uh, I can get the guy to swing before I've even yeah, let, go let that the go of the ball. Yeah. And it, people were like, he's cheating, he's cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was known as the hesitation. That's, a, that's, a, that's amazing. See? Well, they tried to call it a balk, which means um, that the the batter should get to go to first base automatically. Why? Um, uh, if it's a like if it if it looks like it's a pickoff move. Um, 
and then you you like they don't want to do like a um, like, like a little a kid thing. But but this is the thing. It's it's it's, it's strategy. Yes. He's still releasing the ball. He's That's not releasing two balls. He's releasing one ball. Even if he st- even if he does like a little cha cha before he throws the ball. That's just a strategy. If that distracts you, then get better batters. Get batters on coke. Yes. That's going to pay attention to the ball. Well, there's know? a reason they all started yeah, doing that. That's what uh, they were doing, speed coke. Shit. Yeah, speed and shit back in the day. But, you know, they took that away now. Now it's, you know, you know it's GNC, uh, you know, enhanced shit. It's not as fun. Now it's all legal shit. It's not just, you know, you don't snort it, you drink it. Yeah, that is the wild part. Too. When you... Uh, when I was in the Navy, I got deployed to Dubai, and it was wild yeah. to walk around a GNC in Dubai and just be like, this is this is everything Jose Canseco had to testify over yeah. is, is available for sale. Yeah, they don't give um, a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But because he's got that hesitation pitch, and you're right, they try to hit him up. They're like, dude, this is a trick. This is a trick. You know, you're cheating. And you're it's like, goddamn yeah. black magic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that would have been a great fucking nickname for him on the mound. Black magic. Yeah, they would have they got his ass. Uh, they would have got him. I found this dope photo of Paige and Jackie Robinson on the Wikipedia page. That one is cool, man. That's them right there? That's yeah. the two of them. So, Satchel Paige is significantly taller than Jackie Robinson, right? Yeah, it's looking like So, it. you 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 picture Satchel Paige saying, hell no, I ain't doing that shit. And guess what? He ain't doing that shit. So, they moved no, on to Jackie <laughs> Robinson because he was more compliant. He said, Jackie Robinson was like, you know what? I'll consider it. And then he did it. You know what I mean? So, now he's going to take all the, you know, the... the you know the shine you know what I'm saying and there's no discredit to Jackie Robinson no doubt for breaking oh, yeah. his Barry story is still like and Jesus, Satchel man. Page yeah. that's absolutely both their stories are great um, but yeah it's it kind of sucks that Satchel Page's uh, story is kind of overshadowed you know what and it might be overshadowed you know on some on somebody ain't like his motherfucking ass just because he probably disagreed with some shit. Showing, yeah, if uh, if you're showing up late, you're not getting employee of the month. Yeah, That's not it. even that. But I'm sure there's some bullshit that, that led up to that that you don't see. Like, there's reasons why I stole from my first job ever. You know what I mean? It's not, I'm not a goddamn thief. <laughs> I think, you know, sometimes you feel that sometimes, um, you know, you have it coming, you know. It, 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 I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I don't want to put it that way, but as humans, sometimes we try to we try to write the universe in our own way, whether it be uh, taking something, uh, physically stealing something, or acting in a certain certain way, so you know you could sleep at night. You know what I mean? A lot of times, it's, it's a lot. Of, a lot of these decisions that he probably made was um, really heavy on his integrity and who he was in the time of 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 you know the era it was he was already being slotted oh, yeah. out to all the goddamn teams you know and he was probably really just, bitter about wanna, that shit yeah he didn't want a, a manual labor job or whatever yeah. you know, other than not so if he can get away with playing baseball man fucking do hell it. yeah <laughs> but then they trying to push him to a little bit more type bullshit and he already should be getting paid this and you're still asking him to do some other bullshit yeah, fuck that. Get Jack. Jackie do that bullshit. Fuck that. <laughs> and he put his cigarette out on somebody's carpet. Fuck that shit. And he walked right out. And he went to go play for two teams that afternoon. You know? So that I yeah, man. But I, I this is this is fucking dope. This is a dope ass podcast, KP. I appreciate it. I, dope. Ex- yeah. It's been long overdue to have you on too. So thank you. For no, coming thank you for having us per minute. That's a, so far. <laughs> it is. Yeah, well, my, my dad wanted to be here. That's the one thing that he's pissed about. Oh, I talked man. to him on the way down because this is like he he's into the topic too, man. Yeah. Um, 
get this one. This this other weird shit because we are wrapping up, man. We oh, okay, yeah, that's all good. That's um, all good. But uh, it was um, it was pretty wild. He finally gets up to the big show, mm-hmm. and uh, he's the world's oldest major league rookie. Uh, he actually gets votes for Rookie of the Year that year. Dope. Imagine having 20 years of experience and mm. still being called a rookie. rookie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's did. the story. That's my comedy career. That's go, <laughs> go to the city. This young upstart. <laughs> They don't know who the fuck I oh, am. Dude, they really do. They don't know who I am. Do you credit and all? They're like, who are you? Ty Rainey. You just started? Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, meanwhile, people don't know this because you're a humble fucking dude. No, I'm just uh, quiet. Ty was on Heart of the City, Kevin Hart's show. Really? Yeah, that's... <laughs> but then he goes into New York and they're like, oh, I'm from Jersey, man. I'll be like, like oh, uh, do they they do comedy yeah, in New Jersey? They have a sense of humor. Yeah. I, I let them treat me like I just started two weeks ago. That's <laughs> I remember a Barker was telling me how um, my open mic works. I sat there patiently and listened to her. I was like, really? She was like, so I come inside my name? She's like, yeah, you come in. I was like, wow, this is crazy. So anybody can walk in? (laughs) (laughs) This wasn't at a bar in Greenwich Village. Yes, it was. Okay. (laughs) Yes, it was. That poor girl might have been, um, she might have been a guest on this show once. (laughs) Oh, God bless her, man. I just listened to her patiently. I was like, hey, you just doing your job, man. I was like, you don't know. I I don't know. I'm no fucking body. I'm just asking questions about who's booking what. She went to the whole, well, this is what you have to do. This is how open might work. So I was like, oh, please explain, young lady. <laughs> I, I, I'm not making this up. I once walked from, I think I was at Broadway and I had to get to New York Comedy Club. Yeah. And I was, I was, I'm so dumb in the city. I didn't know what I was doing. So I walked and I remember walking through Times Square and a guy comes up to me. He, because uh, you know how the, there's the, the merchants of Times Square. Oh, yeah. And a guy comes up and goes, hey, man, buy, buy my comedy album. Buy my comedy album. And I was like, oh, yeah. dude, you're, you're a comic? And he goes, uh, he goes, yeah, man, I'm a comic. I was like, oh, cool. We're, like, we're, we're have I seen you anywhere before? Do I know you? Yeah. I haven't revealed that I do comedy as well yet. And the guy's sitting there and he goes, uh, he goes yeah, man, I'm, I'm blowing up right now. I'm, I'm in all over the city. He goes, you want to buy this album? Trust me, man. And I said, uh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's great. I, I was like, dude, I, I, I'm not going to buy your album, but if you want, like, can I, you know, let, let's network or something if you ever want to do shows out in Jersey. And he goes, he goes you're a comic? And, uh, and I was like, yeah. And he goes, this guy ain't got no money and just walks away from me. Yeah, oh, that's that New York hustle shit. Like, I'm wasting my fucking breath. He was dude. done with me, dude. Yeah. He said, dude, um, ain't got no money. <laughs> So, uh, not for nothing, uh, to uh, to wrap up here on our yes. boy Satchel, um, he is uh, getting votes for Rookie of the Year, 20 years playing experience, like you said, just like New York comedy. Yeah. And um, Paige goes on to become the uh, first black pitcher to make the American League All-Star team. Nice. All right. Named to the team by uh, baseball legend and uh, possibly, I, I would say he's one of the greatest managers in, in baseball history, but definitely in Yankee history, Casey yeah. Stengel. So okay. this guy is saying Satchel Page is the goods. Oh yeah, I've also managed uh, uh Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig and uh you know Mickey you know I don't think he actually managed Mickey Mantle, but the fact that he had murderers row, he's mm. like, oh and this is this guy's the best pitcher I've ever seen. So uh he goes uh. on to do that one man. Um Page bounces around from team to team, just like always, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but he was working as a, a starter, sometimes a reliever. You'd bring him in for a couple innings here or there, or whatever. But he was money wherever yeah, he went. Yeah, because he's good. Mm-hmm. And you could buy out his contract, like they said. So uh, he actually winds up, um, sometimes he, he gets stuck in the minor leagues uh, just because there's no room for him on a roster at the time. Wow. Uh, or uh, other times he actually has to go and back to that like barnstorming globetrotter thing to do these ex- uh, exhibition games. The Chitlin Circuit. Just yeah. say what it is. <laughs> the it's the fucking... <laughs> It's the baseball chitlin circuit. That's what that shit is. 
It's fucked up, Satchel. <laughs> well, dude, in these exhibition games, th- yeah. this is that story I was kind of hesitant to tell. Um, one of his teammates, who uh, I can't remember the guy's name, uh, was Bud something or whatever, but he, he played with him on a couple of the Negro League teams and then mm. played with him in the majors. Mm. And he's telling a story for this documentary on baseball. And he tells the story of Satchel Paige uh, at Yankee, I think it was at Yankee Stadium or maybe the old Polo Grounds. Mm. And uh, it, it's him and Babe Ruth, uh, and, and Satchel Paige pitches to Babe Ruth and like, Ruth whiffs on like the first two pitches bad. Right? Yeah. And then the third one he connects and sends it like five hundred feet or something like that. Right. And uh and then the two of them are like shaking hands at home plate, like like, man, he goes, I I can't believe I hit that. He goes, I can't believe you hit that. Like they're just two of them like like they're buddies. Right. And then uh that was his teammate telling that for an official documentary on the history of baseball. So you'd want to believe that, but they've not been able to like prove any of it ever actually happened there's no records of an Mm. exhibition game between the two of them were they ever even in the same stadium at the same time so it gets what and not for nothing they're not known for uh uh during this time from they're not really great bookkeepers Mm. you know what i mean it's not like today where you can google a stat and find it right they weren't they were just watching that shit in awe yeah (laughs) or you were doing it by yourself with um you know, when you go to, uh, um, you get the, the catalog or whatever for baseball, and you sit there and you score the game by yourself. Mm. That's, so that's why, like, we don't know, like, what teams he was a part of either, like, when he was Yeah, there, there's some, it. yeah, it, in order for a record to be preserved for that, there's no database like the internet. There has to be a, a physical the copy physical of something. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, an almanac. Um, but he winds up playing, uh, uh, you know, back and forth, going all over a little bit here. He's not quite done making baseball history yet, though, dude. This is why it's never over. Okay. For Satchel Page. Yeah, Satchel. In uh, 1965, at age 59. Here we go. Satchel Page is signed to the Kansas City Athletics for one game. Damn. Okay. And it wasn't like a, you know, when an athlete um, will sign a one-day contract Just to, to retire, retire their name This or their wasn't number. the deal with him. This no. was a legit, like, hey, to you're coming play. for a game. And he's there to play. <laughs> at 65? At, uh, he is in 1965 at age 59. Yeah. So 65 he, at 59. So he's 59 years old. Oldest major leaguer in history. So oldest right. rookie and then oldest player ever in the history of baseball. Holy shit. Signs to uh, the Kansas City Athletics for one game. He sits. I'm, <laughs> I'm not making this up, dude. They said he sat in a rocking chair out in the bullpen and just had a nurse bring him coffee in between innings. So he, <laughs> Are you serious? He was just chilling there like, oh, like, like grandpa God. on a porch, man, just enjoying the day. <laughs> Holy shit. So, watch all these pitches be like, ah, I could do that with my eyes closed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, he uh, he pitches, um, you know, and of course, it's obviously, it's just ceremony. I mean, he's mm-hmm. 59 years old. Yeah, not actually going to give him not, anything. Yeah. Oh, wait, he retires uh, six batters in a row and pitches four scoreless innings at 59. <laughs> did he really? It's real, dude. He it's, got up there. He stood up there and did that shit? He got up and he went out at age 59 and pitched four scoreless uh, I think there was a couple hits in the first inning, like like little nothing hits. Yeah. That, like reached on an error kind of. And then um, mows down the next six in a row. You know, that is some dangerous shit at 65 to be doing. Because <laughs> you know, it, like if, if somebody really did, you know, and a couple of them, like you said, did connect, right? Yep. If they connected and that ball came whizzing back at him, at 65 your reflexes are not the same as they were when you were 20 or 40. Bro, at 32, I'm scared of 32, this. 32, so. <laughs> yeah. That shit would have killed him. Are you kidding me? Oh, man. God bless this dude, man. He was Satchel Page. Satchel man. Page. Can't Satchel damn Page. There was a cool fact that I was reading, because I when we do the show, I like to follow along. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's why I love you, buddy. But no, like, tr- nice. truly, like, I love going along with it and reading it, but there was one thing that you skipped over, was that he 
partnered up with the guy who formed the Harlem Globetrotters to try and do correct the, oh. the, his own baseball mm-hmm. version of it, but then ended up going to the Harlem Globetrotters and just played with them for a few games. Who, Satchel? Satchel played with every fucking body, Satchel. This is what it says. Patchel then joined the real Globetrotters where he joined... Their most popular reams, I think that's what it is. The the baseball routine. Page would pitch the bas- the basketball to one of the players who would then bat the ball with his arms. Yeah. Holy <laughs> cow. Dude, it was it was half uh, athletic prowess, half circus. I mean, it was nuts, dude. It was you got I, I would pay to watch that. Wow, today. and he died on June eighth. Yep. Nineteen eighty two. That's my birthday, June eighth. No shit. Yeah, Ty, man. I knew that. That's why we chose this topic for Holy you. Holy shit. <laughs> the tie ins to Montclair, the birthday. But it just like do you this is a crazy topic. Just I mean, I'm sorry. Your podcast you cover sports stuff on your podcast, obviously. Mostly history. Mostly this history. guy just happens to be both, yeah. Mostly mostly history. Black history or is it just February and you're covering mostly black history? Or is this coincidence? Uh, he fits in for the loser thing and then we'll probably it makes sense to put this out in February. Look at this shit. You see That's this shit? <laughs> this is this guy died on June 8th. This is the scariest. Now it's getting spooky. I'm going to ride home in the park with no music or nothing. Just kind of staring at nothing like, damn, Satchel. Well, I forget how old. They, they Again, they don't know how old he wound up being. Uh, yeah. But he was up there, man. He died, uh, I think it was uh, North Carolina. Yeah, it looks like he was se- uh, 76. That ain't bad. So, and again, the guy beat the system. So a skill he learned in boys reform school. Got him to never have to have a day job, man. Good for him. That's so he could have been older too when he was in that rocking chair too. For all we know, he could have been in his. He could have been yeah. like eighty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, he was in that reform school. He was like thirty six. <laughs> all the other kids were nineteen. Like this guy is good. This tall kid here. Well, he was finally. I mean, he was. He was kind of. Everybody knew about Satchel Page, and he mm-hmm. was amazing. But. Um, when he finally left the mound after he got, they did a scripted thing to take him off the mound right. uh, in that final game for the Kansas City Athletics. Right. And as he's walking off the uh, the mound, uh, the place just goes nuts. Wow. The, the crowd is singing to him. Uh, they're, they're holding their cigarette lighters up in the air. It turns into like a friggin', you know, uh, a Guns N' Roses concert as the guy's walking off the mound. You know what? I have a friend whose last name is Page, spelled the same damn way. He fuck around and be related, related to Satchel <laughs> Page. I'm about to call his ass on the way home home like hey man where your, your your mama around what's your mama number because your mama probably know you probably don't know shit about satchel page i mean the man had seven kids Jeez. seven kids it was um what was it too he has uh there's a school named after him in kansas city there's a satchel page statue mm. over in cooperstown of course he's a hall of famer i mean yeah, he's like yeah it's undeniable in that yeah, way yeah. and um i think a couple of the teams he was on in the negro leagues wound up having five uh major league hall of famers on him too so it's like dude that the the talent was uh, there's no, <laughs> there's never been anything like that no one from the again we're talking about He's the xfl because it debuted yesterday but yeah um there's no one that's coming from the xfl right now that's mm-hmm. going to take the nfl by storm no. in a couple of years no. uh, let alone five so um he did pass away like you said in uh, 1982 uh passed away from a heart attack he was uh, the star of the negro leagues champion of baseball game changer literally wow. invented the hesitation pitch uh but i do want to end with just a couple of few, uh, got a couple of good quotes here because he's a funny dude man Let's the, hear. the guy had a sense of humor Let's hear. uh don't ever look back something might be gaining on you mm. that's pretty <laughs> mm. and uh like that's I, some black quote shit that's some <laughs> If you didn't know this guy was black, black or white, yeah. if you didn't know if he was black or white, if you read that shit, he'd be like, yeah, black people be like, yeah, that was a brother. Right <laughs> that motherfucker ain't never lie. That shit will get you, man. The boogeyman uh, will get you. Don't look, motherfucker. Just run. 
<laughs> just run, motherfucker. Just run. <laughs> it's going to get you if you look. Oh, <laughs> just fucking run. <laughs> That's why black people always running, man. When we, we hear some shit, well, I run first. Fuck that. I don't uh, even look. It was uh, one, of my, uh, one of my friends in... Um, I was a hull technician in the Navy, and we had to go to welding school. Right? Uh-huh. And one of my uh, my good friends there, her name was uh, Michelle Stepp, and she was a just hilarious chick, man. Um, and she uh, uh, she comes up to me one day, and she, she was laughing, and she was on the phone with her brother, and we were uh, we were out in Illinois, right? Yeah. And there was like a not a legit tornado, but like a like a little you know what I mean when you see like a little tornado starting to touch down, kind of a mini one. Yeah, yeah. So there's a there's one kicking around. There's like a bunch of like wrappers and and uh, you know like like other like like a piece of paper and stuff like that. They're right. We're all getting swept up in this thing. And, uh, you know, uh, so Michelle Stepp walks. I hope she listens to the show. I miss her. Um, she walks out and she's talking to her brother. And she uh, she was so funny because she would get a southern accent again when she mm-hmm. was on the phone with her uh, her family. And she's talking and she just goes, uh, she was talking to her brother and she goes, I don't understand why, but every time this little tornado thing, all the white people got to go outside and take pictures of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like, yeah, she's right. <laughs> she's like, these motherfuckers want to be close to this danger. <laughs> why? Why are they fascinated with this danger? They better run. <laughs> shit. Oh, it made me laugh, dude. Holy but, um, shit. <laughs> The, uh, another good quote we kind of mentioned it earlier but it was um, when they, they said uh, uh, so what was it uh, age ain't nothing but a number was uh, mm. one of his other quotes but it was um, that long winded explanation <laughs> as to how old are you what Satchel that was what age ain't nothing but a number yeah that was uh, he said but I, I think it was a weird thing where he was quoting Mark Twain that Mark Twain had a quote about uh, uh, age age can't catch up to you if you don't acknowledge it kind of a thing nah he was quoting one of them teachers at that boarding school <laughs> age ain't number a number you're 32 now line up god damn it he was old as hell that's what they kept See, telling him age ain't number a number that's even worse when you like truly start to think about that yeah that's horrible you didn't know how old he was they, they confused the brother oh it sucks too, age man. ain't number a number don't worry about them chin hairs just keep shaving <laughs> I'm getting to the point too where I'm starting to forget how old I am who are you telling? I've been staring at my license for like a good hour doing the math in my head. About to call my son in here. Um, but yeah, he had a, the, the dude was a, a wild, wild guy, man. Um, wow. And I, I was kind of blown away. I knew about him, but I, I was researching. There was another guy, I want to say, uh, you know what? I, I, don't, I don't have the guy's name right, so I don't want to say it on the show. Because um, when we're wrong... By the way, that uh, people love to correct us. <laughs> Which oh, they I'm do, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they let yeah, us know. Yeah, of course, they love. That's what people love. Yeah, you they stupid motherfuckers, dumbasses! <laughs> Look at this dumb motherfucker. You don't know shit. And uh, but my, one of my favorite ones uh, was I hate to I hate to say it because they really did have me dead to rights on this. Mm. Uh, the episode we did two weeks ago, um, the guest was my buddy uh, Andy Lawson, who's such a fascinating guy, but you have to keep him on track. And, okay. Uh, so I kept saying. Uh, not for nothing. Anytime I needed to redirect the conversation, okay. And uh, oh, I saw and this they, and people started saying like, oh, it's a fun new drinking game on American Loser. Do a shot every time KP says not for nothing. <laughs> oh wow! Or people started texting me not for nothing, not for nothing. I was like I'm sorry, guys. Okay, jeez, I'm sorry. Get my shit I together. I'm saying not for nothing. It's, I just. I was trying to keep the show on track. It's true. Uh, and not for nothing. We do have. Uh, <laughs> not for nothing. Right back to it. Right back to it. It wasn't even shit. intentional. I can't pretend. Um, 
We do have a, uh, a legit fan base for the show, though. Nice. Uh, we're at the numbers are good on average for everything, so you're going nice. to get listeners to this. I'm thinking I'm, I want to put this out in like the next two weeks or so if I can. I got to figure out how many episodes back we're. Okay. But do me a favor, please plug anything you can for social media. I encourage you guys to go see Ty. He's one of my favorite. I, I enjoy talking to you in general, buddy. Yeah, and then man. also Appreciate fucking funny ass comic on stage, man. Ah, thank you. you Actually too, doing man. your show next this week, right? Yes. KP Burke is going to be on the Good Vibes Only Comedy Show in Bloomfield, New Jersey this Wednesday. Um, yeah, man, you're definitely a comic I enjoy watching. Very funny. I've I've, I've watched KP over the years, man. So thank you man, for having your me shit. on the Don't podcast. Compliment so me. I got <laughs> I got to compliment this dude. Let him know. Thank um, you. Buddy. But yeah, man. Um, I I also you know do a monthly show that we do. Um, I co-produce with Gordon Baker Bone. It's called the Good Vibes Only Comedy Show. That's Gordon's every been second on loser. Wednesday. I forgot. Yeah, has he? Gordon came. Yeah. We did a. We did a, a the the. There's a. An argument over who was the first Black Medal of Honor recipient. So I brought mm. him in. It. That was okay. yeah, That was a fun. All right. Nice. That's when Gordon told us he does um, Black History Month presents. Yes. For- <laughs> yes. That's such a good idea. Dude. He's an interesting That's- dude. That's why I fucked with Gordon, yo. That's why I fucked with Gordon, yo. Yeah. We so we we do that together um, every second Wednesday of the month. And, um, you know, I also do a podcast, the Ty Rainey Podcast. Um, every Tuesday morning, you get a fresh podcast. Someone, um, you know, all available social media outlets, uh, Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, you know, iHeart, all that other goofy, goofy shit. All that shit I need to get on. Goddamn. All that goofy That's shit. It. But this is a great podcast, man. I, I really do thank you for having me on here. And you're it's quite professional. You know, KP has taken... He's doing research, Big Kahuna. He's got notes and shit. I, I, my podcast is not for two years. Yeah, he's the the real deal. He definitely is, man. Thank you, because I, I always, I aspire to be that professional, but I just not gonna fucking do it. I just know I'm not. Just not. You got a lot. This is my only, uh, my only project though you got a million different things you're doing too dude so got a couple of things but this the, the one thing with the podcast i try to make it as easy as possible that's why i travel with my shit in my bag you know it's just you know just Good hook move. it up and just start talking because um i don't know i write down notes i try to write down notes and then i usually forget them somewhere and i'm like <laughs> fuck i forgot my notes so i just gotta go by whatever i remember and whatever's coming across the you know the head but thank I, you. I gotta man. plug it for him because he he's too good of a guy, so he's not gonna do it. What am I plugging? Tyranny.com. T Y R A N E Y dot com. All right. And then uh Tyranny same spelling on Instagram. On Instagram. Uh I, I had to delete Twitter because I just it Why? was just too depressing. Is it, yeah, Twitter can Again. be depressing. Well, it's it's weird, getting could, real sick of my Muppet memes that, that I found. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like I'm over this motherfucker. Well, you'll see stuff that wow. people like that that they don't even post themselves. So it'll be mm. weird. You'll be sitting there like, Oh, is that um is the state of the union today? And then it'll be like some somebody like a stripper photo or something like that. Uh, yeah. I'm getting a little too much info about people here. You know what? And I you know, Twitter is a little it's it's too much. I do. I I follow a lot of nasty places. <laughs> That's what it is. The key Let is just, to just not like the photo, man. Just so do I. It's all good. <laughs> but sometimes they catch you like three in the morning. You just hit that heart. Like, whoa, what the fuck is this? I'm gonna share this to us. So, you know, I shared one of that nasty things to somebody. I say I shared one to uh, George Garcon one time. And, and I don't and I don't do shit like that. I don't share shit like that. And I think it was one night maybe I was drinking or whatever. I was just like, damn, somebody else got to see this shit. And I just said, well, fucking George is young. You know, he's, <laughs> you know, I'm older. So I was like, he's young. He likes shit like this. <laughs> and I tagged him. I sent it to him. He hit me back like, yo, your account get hacked? Yo, I got this shit from you. I was like, <laughs> <"Yo>, <laughs> he's like, you normally don't send shit like this. Like, but I like women. 
I wanted you to see this shit. I, I might, I might be able to get back with her. So I'm, I'm he- I won't say her name, but yeah. a girl I've, I've been seeing, um, on Christmas Day. Yeah, uh, I was showing a photo of her on her Instagram to my godfather, mm. uh, who's like my older brother. Okay, and uh, he is. Um, He's tech savvy, but he he was trying to zoom in on the photo, oh. and he he clicked like on it, and it was like a photo of hers from like four years ago. Mm. So on Christmas Day, I was you know she's like, oh, I guess I'm being stalked. On the yeah, That's good. you scroll back a while to look at this goddamn photo. <laughs> I just want to see what you look like with long hair. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, you got anything else you want to promo, dude? No, man, just uh, yeah, check check me out, check my podcast out, check out the website. Everything kind of sprouts off of that. TyRainy.com. That's T Y. Last name is R-A-N-E-Y. Check them out, people. I definitely recommend it. Uh, so that being said, guys, uh, Mike and Ming, thank you for taking great care of us. Uh, as always, we're over here at a Shared Universe Podcast studio. Cahoon's behind the ones and twos. Thank you, brother. No problem, uh, if you guys like the show, American Loser Podcast on Instagram. I'm still on Instagram, KP Burke Sucks. Uh, you can check me out on Facebook. I'm having more fun on Facebook, let's just be honest, because I feel like I can actually handle the the waves that are coming in on that one but uh that being said guys this was satchel page american loser sorry guys a uh, little uh, little quick addendum here there's one thing we forgot to mention uh while we still have uh ty in studio um there is a pop culture reference to this um and kahuna reminded me of it and uh Cahuna's, break it down buddy so for those who are fans of ice cube he was in a film back in 2005 called are we there yet it was like it was a weird era because you know who ice cube is and then he just does these fucking family movies for like a hot second. And you're like, what the fuck are you doing here? But I loved this movie as a kid. I never realized that Satchel, Satchel Paige was the little fucking bobblehead that would talk to him. Wow. And he was voiced by Tracy Morgan. Who wow. might be the funniest. I think Tracy Morgan might be just his voice alone makes me laugh. Yeah. So <laughs> the idea that he's the Satchel Paige bobblehead is kind of a... Uh, I'm enchanted by that. <laughs> that so that is crazy. That is so crazy that you mentioned that because now I can I, I hear the voice like, "Yo, man, you went the wrong way again." <laughs> like that shit. Wow, Satchel Page. And he Jeez. would refer to him as Satchel too. Like he was like Satchel, shut the fuck Sa- up. He would, he would. He would. Yes, he would. So that was oh, what we had to bring that one wow. up real quick, man. So that was. <laughs> Is there oh. anything else before we get out of here for real? Oh, I think shit. that's good. That was it. So it was uh, definitely. So next time you guys watch the movie, are we there yet? Um, realize that uh, you have now enhanced your viewing pleasure thanks to American Loser. Nice. <laughs> the day I was born.